Welcome to the family with... Alex Brant Bernard Rasmussen. Co-host Catherine Brandt. And Andy Brant Bernard. And we'll be right back, kick things off. Joe from Louisville will join us right up to this with the family. Dougie, what's new at my favorite Nissan stores? Well, now that everybody's back from vacation, we can finally get to work. Yeah, easy there, gunpowder. Hey, at least you only took a week. Jayla was gone darn near a whole month. Poor Dan Rush. Anyway, we got some great things happening at Coon Rapids Nissan and Walzer Nissan in Burnsville. Read this, and you can add that cool DJ voice if you want to. It's 2020 closeout month at Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan. Giant discounts in 0% for 60 months on all remaining 2020s. You also get Walzer Care, a 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty for free. Ah, music to my ears. I love the sound of a good DJ in the morning. But wait, there's more. For the first time ever, you can get 0% for 60 months on the all-new 2021 Rogue. The 2021 Rogue is bigger, better, and faster than ever before. For more information on 0% interest on all these great vehicles, check out Coon Rapids Nissan and Walzer Nissan at Burnsville, and tell them Tommy sent you. I'll just cut out the last bit. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, We're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether or not you decide you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy (laughs) if i'm hanging out with you Uh, maybe (laughs) (laughs) okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant Tom Bernard here with John Schwartz, co-owner with brother Joe of AAA Movers, local and family-owned since 1964. John, can you break down your triple guarantee for our friends that are listening? I was afraid you were going to ask me that, Tom, but here goes just the same. There's our price guarantee. We don't play games with our price quotes like the other guys. There's our safety guarantee. Your health and safety of items is our number one concern. And our satisfaction guarantee. Bottom line, we're not satisfied with your move until you are. Is there a free thing guarantee? Of course. Mention Tom Bernard or KQ, and you'll get a free moving box kit with every move. And you'll save 50 bucks off junk removal with junk luggers. Ladies and gentlemen, your move is always triple guaranteed with triple A movers. That's our price guarantee, safety guarantee, and satisfaction guarantee. Call 612-588-MOVE or online at aaamovers.com. Triple A movers. You may not move every day, but they do. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. A little schmoozing going on. We got Joe on the phone. Joe's on the phone. Got to get the clock and everything. It'll be wonderful. Uh, just a couple of things quickly. Uh, there's an opinion piece. I haven't read it yet. George, uh, Gerard Baker in uh, the Wall Street Journal. Here's the headline. The Chauvin trial and the Chelsea Handler standard of justice. Yeah. That ought to be a pretty interesting article, God. I imagine. That woman's nuts. She's really out there. But so is Joe from Louisville. He's nuts, too. Joe, how are you? Well, of course I'm nuts. I talk to you and Doc and Pass. It's a good point. Occasionally, Timmy. It's a very good point. No um, question about it. That was really Eric that answered the phone this morning, right? Yes. How long has he been working for KQ? Uh, about 30 years. He had no idea that this was around the time of your anniversary, huh? I didn't tell anybody. Ah, <laughs> uh, secret. Yep, I didn't tell anybody because I didn't want... They wanted to make a big deal about it and have people call in. And I said, I, I don't see any upside to that at all. I mean, listeners, that's one thing, but... You know, going and and it wasn't exactly like Governor Walls was going to name it Tom Bernard Day or anything like that. You know what I mean? That yeah, wasn't Governor Walls is a dildo anyway. Oh, well, he, well, hey, he, well, he, he certainly not is. Lying. He's a terrible governor. Yes, he is. 
He grew one ball this did weekend. He? Did he? Yeah, oh, did he? He actually said some things about uh, the rioting that weren't all like, well, oh, oh, the poor rioters. Oh, he came out against murder and against arson. Wow. He said, he said, he said some, something to the effect that you can be against uh, racism and also be against people looting and rioting. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, yes. that's a really good. That's the first time he's ever said anything saying, that I, I would agree think, with. But yeah, you know. but that's not how people see it anymore. No, people they just don't. love to run and stir the pot. I'm gonna start rioting all the time, no matter mm-hmm. what. Let's riot if in People don't give deep me exactly Haven, what so, I want. So <laughs> the cops out there will come and arrest us. It'll be unbelievable. Right. So, Joe, how are things in Louisville? Oh man, you don't want to know. Really? Between you, between Minnesota and Louisville, it's like watching a goddamn baseball game. <laughs> First, Breonna Taylor gets shot and killed last March. And then George Floyd gets killed. During the George Floyd trial, some other kid gets killed up in Brooklyn Park. Dante, right. And yeah. now, we got some idiot cop down here punching a guy trying to arrest him. Oh, I saw that, yeah. That didn't look too good. You know, it. as far as cleaning out the ranks, clearing the ranks a little bit, 95% of cops are great guys and women, there's no doubt about it. Just like any other job, 5% of the people are worthless. I mean, I, and it might be 10% because I've been in radio, if you know what well, I'm saying. Well, do you think also that cops right now have so much hatred and, yeah, you know, targeted at them and how awful they are that they might just they might be overreacting to things too well, that's a good point i don't know <clears throat> i don't but know it could be well we got to do but it, is... took, it took six of them trying to get them down and one of them was punching them in the face really Jeez. yeah yeah it's you don't need it's that like you really got to do that I know. I don't understand why they just so there's six cops taking this guy down they still punched him in the face yeah. Oh, Sounds God. See, that's way over, out of line. Yeah. A little overkill there. I don't care how stressed you are. You don't do that six on one and you're punching the guy. Well, Come what did on. the guy do to have such a huge reaction? He was standing in the middle of the street with a wooden cross. He basically second degree public disorderly conduct. Oh. Why did they arrest him? Why didn't you just give him a ticket? Uh, he was resisting, I guess. Oh, God. Yeah, you don't want to resist. One thing, I don't care how, if you think it makes you, you know, stand your ground or whatever, you don't want to resist arrest. It's just never a good idea. It, it, may as well go along with it and get, you know, get some people on your side. But do not resist arrest. It, nothing good can come of it. I'm just telling you. From what I understand, he wasn't resisting arrest. That's oh, he, what they say he was doing. Oh, they're saying He's a guy. Oh, he's a big fellow. He's, he's a bigger guy, and it's always been common practice that when you get when they arrest bigger guys, they use two pairs of handcuffs, not just one, so the guy's not you know straining. And I mean, right. he, he was he's pretty big, and he had his hands behind his back. He just couldn't go any farther, and they accused him of arrest, resisting arrest, oh, God. which is why he was which is why they dropped him to the ground. And the cops, other cops started punching them. I, we got to do something about that because yeah. you, you just that's got to end. I don't care if you thought it was your taser or your pistol. I don't care if you thought kneeling on somebody's neck for nine and a half minutes was a good idea. The one thing I will say I have noticed, um, a lot of these situations where people get violent, it's a big guy against a little guy, and that does not work at all. And if... If either one of them are in power, it doesn't work either way. Big guys like to, you know, manhandle little guys, and little guys like to get retribution against big guys. So it, it, it's part of stature, too. That is part of the argument here. There's no doubt about that. I mean, right. you're, you're a big guy, Joe. You know that, that, you know, there are some, some guys, you know, maybe not the biggest guys in the world, I'm sure run their mouth to you because you're a big guy. I just snicker at him and walk away. Not worth my time. <laughs> it is not worth your time. You're absolutely right about that. But well, I'm sorry to hear that. That so. How how, yeah. how are the people down there? Are, are, you got? Do you have protests going on or anything? Not yet. You think you will? Uh, that's hard to say. I mean, they were bitching for months about Breonna Taylor getting justice. It's like. Give them a chance, guys. 
Yeah. The investigation isn't going to happen overnight. It's not like TV. It doesn't happen that fast. Right. right. Yeah, it's That's not an hour true. episode. Yeah. Gets arrested and goes right to court. <laughs> Guilty! Bye. Yeah. It would be nice if our court system worked that quickly, but yeah, God. Yeah, sure would. No, it's backed up like for, case. Yeah, it's backed up for years in some cases. It is, no mm-hmm. doubt about it. Joe, did you hear that uh, description of a, of the procedural cop show I was watching yesterday with the with the you know white people are racist and this is a, did you hear that reference? Yeah, up in Ontario. Yeah, it was uh, how, how this yeah. country is racist. It's always been racist against black people. We got to do something about the white people. Oh, it was made in Ontario. That's no surprise. But the amazing thing about it is, it was about Toronto. It was not about anywhere in America. It doesn't matter. Well, it does matter. America it is the world to a lot of people. Well, that's true. But it just goes to show you can be that... in the Himalayan mountains and people will be like, wow, it sure is great here in America, right? Yeah. But it, it does. It just goes to show that this is a worldwide problem. This is not just an American problem by any stretch of the imagination. This is a worldwide problem, which is why I don't understand why Major League Baseball and the NBA uh, basically are supporting slavery in China. Is this a world problem or not? Right? I know. See, that's the problem. That is what you're trying to preach to people that can't see six inches past their own nose. Well, that's very, very true. There's no question about that. No question about it. What they think is right is actually right. Yeah. So what do you got cooking? You you back to work yet? No no, uh, pieces? No. How soon do you think? Nothing. Well, we go back uh, after next week, then KTP shuts down completely. All three shifts, they go dark for two weeks. And that's just a, what is that, a financial thing or something? No, it's Kentucky Truck Plant. Oh, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. They make the uh, F-350, uh, the Super Duties. Oh, okay. So, now when... Do you, do, how much salary do you, do you, you don't, do you get full salary on that or do you get no salary? 80%. Oh, 80. Well, that's pretty good. 80% is good. Can you still collect on a, uh, some unemployment for those periods or is that too much? Yeah, money? we get unemployment and then uh, Ford makes up the difference. Well, see, that's great. So they you get the 80%. I don't get it. I don't get like 85 weeks of vacation a year. What the no, hell is you that? Don't. You get. You work in radio. Days. You sit on your ass for five, six, seven hours a day. <laughs> we work production. We make things. Believe it or not, I just I found out during this pandemic that I am an essential worker as an automaker. Ooh, I would imagine so. Yeah, we got to get around, don't we? That would make yeah, sense. Take we got to get around. Bus, it's what it's there for. You can take the goddamn <laughs> bus. You're absolutely right. All right, Joe, keep an eye on things down there. Let us know if anything else happens, will you? Yeah, will do. All right, thanks a lot, pal. Yep, take care. Talk to you later. We got Tire Carver on the phone now, too. Tire Carver. What's happening, Tire? Oh, not much. Helicopters have landed, so I've been able to sleep for the weekend. That's fun. Oh, Oh, by the way, there were so many helicopters this weekend. Yeah, there were a lot. Really? Yeah, well... Like I said before, I'm five blocks north of the Brooklyn Center Police Station, so oh, it's been fun. It's a little busy. But, uh, oh, yeah. you could. Well, I think at one point we had five helicopters that I could see from my bedroom window. I was like, this is, like, sucks. Are they all news, <laughs> news choppers? Um, I think three were news choppers, and I think two were state uh, police. Oh, state police, okay. yeah. Highway patrol coppers. By the way, I tire. Um, I have. But, no- go ahead. Uh, I've noticed something very, very quickly. Why does the national news refer to it as the Brooklyn Center? It's not just Brooklyn Center. It's the Brooklyn well, a Center. A lot of people think it's called Brooklyn, Minnesota, <laughs> and oh. Brooklyn Center uh. is the center of Brooklyn, mm. Minnesota. Oh, that's what they think. That's what a lot of people think. Yeah, I've seen the a lot Brooklyn of people center. refer to it as Brooklyn, Minnesota. Yeah. Because they're idiots. That's because they're idiots. So, <laughs> how, how do you feel about this now? Um, do you are you one of those people that think no matter how the verdict goes down in the next couple of days, there's going to be rioting anyway? Oh, they're going to burn shit somewhere. Mm-hmm. God, isn't that just, just sad? I don't know where. 
But uh, the, the main reason I wanted to call is to thank you guys for uh, letting me watch Nobody for free. I won the, one of the codes you guys gave away. Oh, did you? Did uh, you that, like that it? That movie is hilarious. I thought it was funny. Oh, I, th- I thought it was funny as hell. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, it was great. I mean, you're watching body parts flying, blood splattering, and you're laughing. <laughs> well, because it's meant to be I mean, it's, outrageous. Yeah, it's just the way they did it. And, I mean, Bob Odenkirk... The looks on his face sometime, and Christopher <laughs> Lloyd just strolling yep. through a scene, blowing things up. It's like, oh, you couldn't do this any slower. <laughs> I, I am really hoping it's like, I don't tip somebody off to something here, but watching Christopher Lloyd walk through hallways just spraying bullets with a machine gun is hilarious. <laughs> oh, and he's doing it at a pace where you'd be faster in an electric scooter. <laughs> you know, exactly. it's just... It's just puttering through the scene, and it's like, oh, this is so funny. Well, I'm glad you but, saw yeah, it. Yeah, it was. I want to thank you for that. That was fun. Oh yeah, it's a, it, so, I went to saw that with Michael Bryant at the theater, and it was it was it it was a good movie to see in the theater because you're out there among the people, and yeah, it was great. I always wonder in scenes like that: is the actor actually spraying an Uzi all over the place, or is it CGI? Oh, I'm guessing it's just blank rounds not shooting anything yeah i would guess but then they got the aftermath they got the whole scenes all shoot up there's bullets everywhere and bullet holes and everything so right might as well have the actor shoot up the set right oh yeah that would be fun (laughs) hey i want to be behind camera no not really (laughs) yeah yeah, there is that hey here's a ricochet oops Mm -hmm. we dropped the director yeah everyone's (laughs) got to wear bulletproof vests and helmets if you're going to do anything, take out the boss. That's exactly it. Now, now listen, Tyre, yep. we got to do something with this 32 degrees crap because it's time to sell some ice <sighs> cream. Let's go. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that's the other fun part with our distributor being blocks away from uh, what used to be the third precinct. Oh, they emailed God. us over the weekend that they're not even going to be open until things calm down. I'm sure. And it's like, yeah. oh, crap. Yeah, uh, you know. well. Time to buy a cow and make your own ice cream. Yeah, goody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, goody. Uh, you can take your. It's actually not very difficult making ice cream. I remember my oh, dad. Oh no, we've had done it before. But... Oh yeah. Yep, he just churn you churn it up basically. You sure do. That's what you do. Yep, I remember watching him yep. do that when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. It was good ice cream too. The ice cream was good. Oh yeah, uh, ice cream right out of the ice cream maker. It's yeah. Can't beat it, but it's also not yep. super easy to find, for obvious reasons. No, yeah. I suppose that's true. You can buy an ice cream maker. You can. I don't think they're cr- crazy expensive. You can make a soccer ball that makes ice cream. What? A soccer ball. Yeah, you put all the ingredients on the inside of it, and then you kick it around, and it makes ice cream. It makes ice cream. <laughs> Does it taste a little leathery? I was going to say, you get that nice soccer you get that, ball no, taste. No, it yeah. has like. <laughs> It's like well because that tanning <laughs> tanning fluid ice cream. Taste. Softer, <laughs> like an ice cream maker, you taste. have to like just keep it moving all the time because like the steel and like the yep. that's why you buy a machine that does it on its own. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, but this is like it's for kids, you know. They oh. can like kick it around to make ice cream in a soccer okay. ball. I think you can make ice cream in a Vitamixer. I think you can make ice cream in basically anything that moves fluid. I think probably true. Yep. Put some ice cream in your engine and. Or put some milk in your engine, run your car for a little bit, you'll end up with ice cream. Great plan. What a great plan. A little too much heat. I was going to say. So the family's good, everything's good, do you, do you have no yeah. broken windows or anything? <laughs> no, no, nothing's come basically probably three, four blocks away. They've kept it on the south side of 69th Street, which is good. So they haven't really had too much come into the neighborhoods north Good. of 69th Good. so that's that's a plus so uh <laughs> do you think uh maxine waters is going to help you out with that one asking people to get more violent mm. thanks maxine i know oh maxine. yeah not a big fan of releasing people's addresses and having people show up in front yards but after stuff yep. like that there needs to be people in her front yard going hey stupid mm-hmm. this is what you started yeah that's exactly well, yeah. how about that poor guy bought a house from a, I can't remember who it is, but he bought a house from the guy they were pissed off at. They thought the guy they were pissed off still oh, lived yeah. there and spread pig's blood all over the house. Yep. Oh, <laughs> he doesn't yeah, even the, live uh... there anymore. Ugh. 
Maybe you yeah, should do a little state, research. The state's uh, witness. Yeah, the state's witness. That's yep. exactly right. State's witness. They sprayed his house with pig's blood, and he doesn't even live there anymore. What the hell? Just yeah. could you left do? Left a your... pig's head in the front yard. Left a pig's head in the front yard. Exactly. Well, who oh hadn't done God. that? I mean, you know, yeah. that's just homecoming tomfoolery. Yes, exactly. Same thing as TP in a tree. Yeah, a pig's exactly. head in your front yard. <laughs> People have lost their minds, Tyre. Yeah. They have gone crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I swear to yep, God. they I, have. I, I, I really think the nut job religious people and the nut job political people are the exact same people with a different message. Well, nut job everybody's the same thing with well, a different yeah. message. Yes. You know, I mean, like, look at somebody who's yes. methed out telling you that they spoke to Jesus and blah, blah, blah. It's like oh, the same I believe thing. That. It just is. <laughs> Crazy no, people saying crazy stuff. I know it's true. Yeah, people like that, they do what they do because they want to do it, and any excuse they give is just a justification. Now, a thousand years ago, these people would be, you know, going across Europe beheading all the Muslims because it's the Crusades. That's just what you do. Right. You know, 2,000 years ago, they'd be joining the Roman soldiers, killing all the Christians because, hey, it's, uh, you know, you got to uphold the. Uh, Roman ways. Yeah. They just they just want to be violent and evil, and it doesn't matter how they can do it. They just find the most convenient excuse to do it. Pretty much true. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. All right, T.C. I get a kick out of the... Uh, okay. No, no, I'll just say it quickly. I get a kick out of the people uh, saying, let's get rid of the lethal, the less lethal rounds. And I'm thinking, do they want them to go back to really shooting them? Yeah, I was going to say, what do you... Uh... Let's use real bullets instead of rubber bullets. Wait a minute. Mm, <laughs> I know. Or do you just want them to overrun everything again and go, well, that's what happens. No. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, well, <laughs> like, keep your, keep your I family I heard that safe. and went, we're uh, doing the best we can. All right, man. Stay in touch, will you, Tyre? Sounds good. You too. We'll Thanks talk at you later. Talk to you soon. Yeah. Tire Carver, ladies and gentlemen, lovely family up there in the Brooklyn Center. The mm-hmm. center which, of Brooklyn. Which is the center of Brooklyn, Minnesota, no question about it. While an apprehensive nation awaits the outcome of Minneapolis police officers' murder trial, it's possible that the administration of American justice could soon be characterized by what future historians may come to call the Chelsea Handler Standard. As the trial of Derek Chauvin got underway a month ago, Ms. Handler, who has a day job as a comedian, but has branched out recently into the field of jurisprudence, this is from the Wall Street Journal, by the way. This is not from some far-right publication. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Yes. Ms. Handler, who has a day job as a comedian, but uh, in a jurisprudence, uh, issued a profound observation on Twitter, so pathetic that there's a trial to prove that Derek Chauvin killed George Floyd when there is video of him doing so. Well, we have trials in America there, Chelsea. I don't know if you know that or Does not. Does she do a ton of drugs or something? I know. Does she must she be, nuts. like, brain damaged or something. Yeah, there's something wrong She doesn't with understand her. how things work outside of the so. Hollywood studio, <laughs> or I don't know what she... I don't know what her deal is. You might think that more than 800 years after the Magna Carta and 230 years after the Bill of Rights, some notions of due process, presumption of innocence and protection against arbitrary justice might have embedded themselves in the minds of even our densest celebrities. (laughs) Well, that's what I'm saying is they don't want due process because it makes it more difficult for them to be violent and hateful. Well, you're right about that. I mean, you're very, very right about that, and there's no question about it. It just makes no sense to me at all. While it's easy to mock, we should be careful not to assume that this taste for summary conviction on the basis of popular sentiment is confined to one funny comedian. Ooh, we called her unfunny now, too. Mm, unfunny comedians, it seems to be widely shared among the ideologues who now control the Democratic Party, the media, and the cultural elites. Representative Maxine Waters of California Chairman of the House Financial Services Committee joined demonstrations this weekend in Minnesota. She told supporters that if Chauvin's uh, trial verdict goes the wrong way, we've got to not only stay in the street, but we've got to fight for justice. And then she got on her private plane and flew back to her $6 million mansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the other thing. Is they, yeah. she, she did not stay She's in the town. most privileged person in the entire world. Yeah. Time to shut the hell up. Well, she didn't stay in town for the verdict, you notice. She left this morning. Oh, she was here? Yeah. Oh, she was here. Yep. Yeah, same, basically asking people to get more violent. Yep, she was inciting violence. I just, Ugh. and no, I bet you there's not a word about it on CNN or anywhere oh, else. God, no. Those shitholes need to be shut down, yes, and I'm very serious do. about that. Shitholes? Seriously. I think this, all 24-hour news stations should be shut down. I agree. Pushed into the ocean. 
<laughs> just punch Molyneux. Well, they've got too much to, to, to gain financially by lying to the people. They, all they do is lie mm-hmm. now. They lie every day. And it's just disgusting. Oh, she, yeah, she, she's just, I don't know. I can't yeah, she, even yeah, take she, it. She, I can't. I, it's, it's like, it's, this is not your fight. No. Yeah, you're from California. Right. You do your California stuff. We've yeah. got a lot of shit going on here and have for a long time. Couldn't we don't need more. you. Couldn't agree more. Accurate. I don't know. We'll uh, we'll keep moving. That that article does go on and on. It's in the Wall Street Journal on the opinion page. If you want to read it, it's a really well written article about who is Chelsea Handler to make a statement about anything. That's true. She's a moron. Well, that's how you first stay relevant. Is you just oh, you just parrot whatever the talking points are but of once the day. Again, you're just covering your own ass by doing it. You're not trying to help anybody. You're no, just no. trying to make yourself look good. She's a white lady. She knows everything. Oh, okay. Well, I know a couple of about white ra- ladies that know everything about but racial justice. We got to take a break because we have Kostaki Economopolis uh-huh. coming up in just a couple of minutes with the family. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home, list it on the MLS, and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com. That's shift, the number two, sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. Hey, it's Tom again for my friends at Profile by Sanford. Danette, Kelly, and the gang. Spring is here and warmer weather means less layers of clothing and you know what that means. You can't hide the COVID-15 or more you added on under that bulky sweater anymore. My COVID-19 is more like COVID-35. But not to worry, I have the solution. Now is the perfect time to join Profile. Profile was developed by doctors to take the guesswork out of sustainable weight loss. Profile is simple, effective, and a certified health coach is with you every step of the way, which really helps me out because, you know... I need all the help I can get. I've got Danette, my personal coach, keeping me on the straight and narrow. I joined Profile, and I'm beyond glad that I did. I really am. I feel great. Profile worked for me, and it can work for you, too. Listen, I'm most sincere when I say you can do this. Visit ProfilePlan.com to find a location near you. That's ProfilePlan.com. Tell them Tom sent you. Mention promo code KQRS at your consultation for additional savings. See ProfilePlan.com, promo code KQRS. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, and it is time once again for Kostaki Economopolis and Stir the Pot in American Rioting. That's, aren't you an expert on American <laughs> Rioting? Um, no. Oh, um, no? No, it's, uh, boy, wish you were here, Kostaki. Uh, nobody's nervous yeah. or on edge at all. This is a big day, especially in that city. Oh, my goodness. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> yeah, we need it, believe me. We really need it because now we got everybody, Al Sharpton and Maxine Waters and this person. They're all flying in here to tell us that we need to get more violent. Wonderful. Yeah, I saw a headline today that, uh, that what Maxine said. Like, oh, that's not a good day to say that. No. Thanks. No, it's not a good day. Can I read you I'm one? I'm not one. Can I, may I read you and the family one thing that was sent to me by a friend, which I find hilarious? Sure. Because uh, on this show, I can read the whole thing the way it's laid out. And the, the radio, I had to... And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say, you know, the woman's name or where it's from. It happened in northern Minnesota. 
That's all I will say about it. And after that, we can go forward from there. But here, this was sent to me by a good friend. Story from a Minnesota State Trooper. I made a traffic stop on an elderly uh, lady the other day for speeding. Uh, Then it says where it was, but I don't want to say that either. I asked for her driver's license, registration, and proof of insurance. Now, the woman looks to be between 85 and 90 years old. She looks, she's pretty old, right? I asked for her driver's license, registration, proof of insurance. The lady took out the required information and handed it to me. In with the cards, I was somewhat surprised due to her advanced age to see she had a concealed carry permit. I looked at her and asked if she had a weapon on her, in her possession at this time. She responded that she indeed had a 45 automatic in her glove compartment. Automatic? Wow. Uh, 45 automatic, yeah. Hmm. I don't know about that. I think they meant semi-automatic. I think they meant semi-automatic. Yeah, yeah. they did. Uh, something, body language, or the way she said it made me want to ask if she had any other firearms. And she said, well, yes, I have a 9mm Glock in my center console. Now, I had to ask her one more time if that was all. She responded once again that she did have just one more. She had a thirty-eight Special in her purse. So this is a 90-year-old woman with three guns on her, and this is my favorite part. I then asked her what she was so afraid of, and she responded, looking me right in the eye, and said, Not a fucking thing. Whoa. Hmm. My, my, my. For a 90-year-old woman. Sassy. i got to show everybody this right. picture. Look at, the, look at this woman's picture. Oh, my God. <laughs> she's like, she's like, a she's like the, the yeah. what you'd expect. Poster child for 90-year-old women. <laughs> do not piss off 90-year-old women. I'm just telling you. Don't do it. God, it's I like love. a movie scene. It is. It is. It's, yeah, it is absolutely like a Quentin Tarantino movie. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> so what's happening on your end, Pally? Uh, I we moved in. We have a home. Oh, you got a California. home. California. Well, yeah. We got a big pile of boxes, but we're in a place, and, you know, the Internet works, and the electricity's on, and the gas is up. And, Life is good. You know, yeah. I, I built well. the beds and the, and the crib thing, the day bed thing for the little one, and... You know, day by day, we're doing all the stuff. We got we got a little pool in our apartment complex, and yesterday I took a bike ride, and uh, I got to the beach in about fifteen minutes. Right. So, nice. Right. Yeah, I life's love good. It. So you, you're loving it. You're happy to be back in Southern California. I think so. I mean, it, it, time zone wise, it's hard to, to call the east and uh, for radio stuff and uh, travel back, but. I like California. I don't like L.A., which is nice about Venice. It feels, it's kind of suburban L.A. You're still in L.A., but not, it doesn't right. feel like L.A. every minute, which is nice. Yeah, um, I agree with you on that one. I'm not a big fan of L.A. either, but some of the outlying areas, Montecito's rather nice, but then again, I can't afford an $80 million house, so you know. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, that's the trick. That's why it took us so long to kind of settle, because you drive around and you're, you know, every... The neighborhoods have such range. Oh yeah. I mean, there's I mean, like you say, you literally go from eighty thousand, eighty million dollar house to, you know, there's a homeless guy on the sidewalk. There's the full range. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> In this part of the world, you're very much aware of the classes and the and the range of where people stand. It's crazy. Um, so anyway, so we're in. I if you're if you're up for it, I have a tale. My wife and I were talking about this. Of my drunkest night as a grown-up. Damn it, I thought you actually uh, were going to tell us you had a tail. That would have been great. <laughs> I have a tail. Uh, <laughs> no, very different. Uh, that would be more the uh, the most high night as a grown-up, I guess. Yes, that's uh, true. So, my wife and I are minimalists at heart. And I say at heart because you can try to be a minimalist all you want until you have kids. Um, mm, and then whether you want to own things or not, there's a car seat and a stroller and a pack and play and 2,700 brightly colored plastic things. Um, and we even made a point of not buying brightly colored plastic things, but people give them to you as gifts. <laughs> so oh, I so don't put gifts. them anyway. Uh, so my wife and I have a tradition of giving each other events and not things for Christmas and birthdays and anniversaries or whatever, which I love because I'd rather have a fantastic night out than a, you know, coffee mug warm up or whatever. Uh, 
So one night, uh, one time for our anniversary, this was about five, six years ago, I gave her tickets to see Pink at Madison Square Garden. Oh, yeah. Madison Square Garden's a weird name. I don't know who Madison is. It's not a square. There's no garden. It's <laughs> one of the worst name things of all time. Uh, but what's cool about it is you can't drive to it even if you wanted to. There's no there's no parking. Right. You can get drunk, right? And we've been to MSG three times. And this, the, all three times have been fantastic. One time was Billy Joel. Might be my favorite New York City thing of all time. He had a once-a-month residency for like a decade. Uh, there's no opening act. He just comes out. The night we went, I don't know if he does this every time, but the night we went, uh, he just comes out. And he goes, I'm going to play you guys a new song that I've been working on. And there's a pause. And he goes, nah, I'm just screwing around. I know why we're here. And then he goes into one of the great songs of your life. Right. right. It's, it's just like, it's awesome. People are singing along. Uh, one time we saw Louis C.K. there. And we were in the last row of a hockey arena. And he did 100 minutes I've never seen. And he was absolutely riveting. I was hanging on every word. This was before the Troubles. You know? <laughs> so it was before the whacking. Yeah, but at least before the public knowledge of the troubles. Oh, no. okay. There you go. Uh, he had three women open for him, comedy only. Uh, Ugh, they, really? <laughs> they did nine minutes, which I'm guessing is how long it takes backstage. Thank you. Know. Thank you very All much. Right. All right, so Pink is the third one. The concert, She's amazing. She is an absolute iconic rock star. She is so fun. And I told my wife at the beginning of the night, I go, you got to know two things. I'm paying for everything. This is, she's my girlfriend's son. I'm paying for everything, and I'm going to get really drunk. <laughs> and getting really drunk, you know, when you're showing a woman a good time, you want to make yourself a liability for the rest of the night. It's always a good drunk. <laughs> so, shows at eight. We figure we have a decadent night out, right? So we take the train down, and we figure we're going to eat and drink walking distance in the middle of New York City. It's going to be awesome. But, of course, we get down there, and 20,000 people have the same plan. And every decent bar and restaurant remotely near Madison Square Garden is packed, and they're turning people away. Oh, yeah. And we're starving, and I've been drinking wine out of a uh, plastic water bottle that I brought on the train. <laughs> so we ended up... At a TGI Fridays in the subway, like under the ground with no windows. That's what that, it's a good way to impress a date, right? And you're chugging your wine and hers. Um, <laughs> yes. And we, yeah, we got drinks at the concert, and I was so drunk. I kept asking, what year is it? Oh. <laughs> Which, yeah. Isn't that the first question of a concussion test? Yeah. How drunk do you have to be to ask what year is it? Also Alzheimer's, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the mind of a drunk, too. Thousands of people are filing out of Madison Square Garden at the end of the show, and I thought, there's no better place to take a nap than right here at the bottom of these stairs. <laughs> oh, my God. Sure. My God. Wow. <laughs> the other phrase I kept saying, apparently, is, you know I'm not normally like this, right? Which, uh... <laughs> You know, living with somebody for years, she knows we're not normally like this. So now we refer to it as pink drunk. Whenever it, like, I'm going to have a few drinks, so I'm not going to get pink drunk. That's our slang for the whole thing. Uh, I don't always nail it with the gift. When we moved back to LA a couple of years ago, I needed a gift idea, and my wife loves the Hollywood Bowl. Right, it's this outdoor venue that you know the concerts and stuff. So I pull up their site. And one of the first shows of the season was Kids in the Hall. Oh, sure. And I love Kids I love kids in the Hall. I knew Monty Python did some touring with the parent sketch or whatever. So I figure Kids in the Hall sketches, some weirdness and funny and outside and Hollywood Bowl boom. So I buy the tickets. That's the Christmas gift. It's on the calendar for months. This is all a true story. I, 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 it hurts my feelings to tell you this story. <laughs> a few days before the concert, I go to figure out how to get the tickets on my phone, right? I pull it up. It's not kids in the hall. It's new kids on the block. Oh, <laughs> totally different. <laughs> different group of kids. I, just, I wanted to be kids in the hall so bad, I just made it up. What happened to my brain? I don't understand. But it was going to rain that day, and we, were, we didn't have a sitter, so I just sold the tickets for a fraction of what I bought them for, and I still owe her a gift. Uh, uh, and even worse gift thing that happened was last year 
we went to a place called Rocking Horse Ranch. We had this great time, and it was they have horses there. We rode around with the with the older kid and everything. It was a cool memory. And she had a, got a candle from there that she loved, and she's referenced. So I got her a candle from Rocking Horse Ranch, but because of COVID, I couldn't get it in time. So I gave her an IOU oh, dear. for a candle. That's pretty low, an <laughs> IOU for a candle. That's your gift. Like, That's bad. What exactly is the gift there? I thought about you. I didn't do anything, but I did think about you briefly. <laughs> That's your gift. Sometimes that's enough. Mm. <laughs> Never has that ever been enough. That's the kind of that's the kind of low bar I'd like to work with. Yeah, that's all Sometimes I need. Sometimes a fleeting thought was is enough. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. Oh, so I need to pick it up a little in the gift department. Yes, you do. Yep. All right, let's do three or four football jokes and call it a day here. Um, oh well, the football team. <laughs> My, my part of the day, not your part of the day. You guys, you guys have a big day ahead of you, no matter what. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, yes, we do have a <laughs> massive <laughs> day. Uh, good luck, everybody. Uh, the Washington football team is considering renaming themselves the Washington Rising. Is that, is that to reflect the ticket prices? Is that what, that is? what does that even mean? They should go with Washington Riesling. To appeal to the class that can afford NFL tickets. <laughs> That's true. It's a good point. <laughs> uh, Trevor Lawrence, the presumptive number one overall pick, went to high school in my home state uh, in Cartersville, Georgia. His mascot was the Purple Hurricanes, which sounds like uh, slang for your junk or something. Like, <laughs> I showed him a Purple Hurricane. Always right into the pants with you. <laughs> <laughs> Right into the pants. Thank you. Right into the pants. <laughs> uh, Trevor Lawrence, this is interesting. He broke the Georgia State quarterback record for touchdowns and yardage, previously held by Deshaun Watson. Oh, sure. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Watson still, however, has a very big lead over Lawrence in sexual misconduct lawsuits. He's got a big, very, very big lead. Sure. Uh, Kyle Pitts. Talk about him being drafted by the Falcons. He's a tight end. 6'6". Listen to these numbers. He's 6'6", 240, ran a 4'4", 440. Uh, 12 touchdowns in eight games this year without a single drop. God. In the 43 years that Mel Kuyper has been grading prospects, Pitts is his highest ever grade for a tight end in 43 years. Really? I say we ruin this kid's life and put him in a Falcons jersey. <laughs> 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 tear him apart. <laughs> and finally, he went to Archbishop Wood High School. That's the name of the school he went to. Hey, as long as we're renaming things, maybe we could leave the word Wood out of Catholic school names. <laughs> Ooh, that's kind of cold. <laughs> right to the pants again. Right to the pants again. again. That's true. <laughs> Come on, Bishop Wood, that's what you put on the sign of your high school? That's yeah, especially high school, yeah. Oh, especially high school, <laughs> that's, right. that's right. Especially in particular. I, um, did you see the mistake that the Washington uh, team made? No. Uh, they, they put out this whole list of, of names they're considering to change their, their football team to. They're not going to go right. with the Redskins anymore, right? Kostaki, that's, yeah. that's out forever. Did you see one <laughs> well, of the names? That would be hilarious if they just took a break for two years and went back to it. Yeah, we decided yeah. to go back to it, you know. <laughs> but uh, I did see one of the names, and this is actually one of the names, uh, like, you know, the Vikings are called the Vikes. You know, there's always a shortened version. Yeah, yeah. They There was consideration to name the team the Washington Aces team. The Washington Aces team. I want you to take the first letter of every word and put it together, and what do you come up with? Uh, what? The Washington Aces oh. team. Oh, nice. Even worse. That's even worse. <laughs> oh, yeah. How do they not look at something like go, well, we can't name it that? Yeah. No, we can't do that. 
I mean, how do you yeah. not notice that? Well, they wouldn't have started with Redskins to begin with. If no, they well, would that's have probably, thought. probably true. That's not a good idea. Probably a good a good point, I would imagine. That's a good premise, Tom. You should have to have a focus group of, like, 13-year-old boys to run it by. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, like, how can you turn this into something obnoxious? Yes, go. exactly. Go. Go, because you will. Yeah. I know you'll try If anybody best. can, it's the 13-year-old boys. Yeah, no question. So what do you got planned the rest of the day? Just uh, unpacking boxes? Yeah, yeah, a lot of that. My wife has a big uh, session for her photography business, so I'm in charge of the kid for a few hours. Okay. So we're well. going to go for a long walk and take the dog, and we might go to the pool. It's a very nice day here today. Glad to hear it. Uh, one thing I'd warn you, by the way, we moved into our current house uh, 14 months ago now. And over the weekend, I took one more trip to the recycling center because we're still unpacking 14 months later. Oh, you never know. What kind of pep talk is that for a guy in the middle of chaos? <laughs> yeah, well, there is that. Well, to be fair, we, we moved in rather quickly and just kind of chucked everything that in. That is true. Yeah, and then you went, left went for for... A very, from a very large house to a medium-sized house, so there was just a lot of stuff we probably didn't even need to we bring with us. We have a little us. bit of that problem, too. Yeah. yeah. We downsized a little, and we're like, why do we have 15 boxes of kitchen things? Mm-hmm. What, the, what are we doing? Th- oh, God, yeah. I've given, like, probably 10 or so large moving boxes of stuff to Goodwill. And we're still giving stuff away. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah How I do you just like, accumulate? I, I have, like, 15 wooden spoons. 15? <laughs> yeah. Why? Why does anybody have 15 wooden yeah, spoons? We'll, we'll be going through our stuff, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I bought that 20 years ago, and I haven't seen it since. Yeah. Where the hell did it go? It's just crazy. Ended yeah, up in a true. random box in your basement. Yep, just some box somewhere. Wooden yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, you never know if we're going to break or something. <laughs> you need you need one. Got to have a backup. So, <laughs> I have got one. Italian, it sounds like you're an Italian chef or like an angry Catholic nun. Yeah. Yeah. One of those. Ooh, the wooden spoon. It's dual purpose. Drill some speed holes in it so for a maximum smacking power. Oh, that's wow. great. Yeah. He, had, he had holes drilled in his paddle so he could hit even harder. Yep, exactly. Oy. Get rid of that wind resistance. I remember those. When I was, I went to elementary school in South Georgia, and they definitely had corporal punishment in the hallways of the school. Crazy. You Not know, that long ago. You just gave me a great memory. When I was in junior high school at Jordan Junior High, which is not even there anymore, they tore it down because they found out I went there, so they just tore it down. Yeah. <laughs> and get rid of it. Just get rid of it. Burn it. We're in gym class one day, and this kid, you know, these are ninth graders. This kid probably weighed... 300. He was a very big, you know, 13-year-old, 14-year-old kid. Weighed about three bills. Got in an argument with this rail-thin kid. I mean, they were polar opposites. That the, the second kid was just thin as a rail, and the first guy weighs about 300. So they start tussling. They got in this little argument. So the big guy puts the little guy in a headlock, and there was absolute silence in the gym for about... 30 seconds, and then all you heard was, he killed me. Oh, God. <laughs> I will never forget it. And, so, and he just he, and he couldn't open his mouth all the way, so he just went, he killed me. I thought it was wonderful. Thank he didn't you. kill him, though. Well, good. I'm glad. Thank that was a good Hey, that happens. You know, it happens over there. All right, get unpacked and go for a walk with your dog and your child, and everything will be good. We'll do. Thanks, guys. We'll talk Thank next you. week and do a little preview of the NFL draft. It's Sounds next terrific. Next weekend. Next weekend, right, baby. Man. Thanks a lot. Ladies and gentlemen, Kostaki Economopolis, Quick Snaps, the entire <laughs> NFL season here on the Tom Bernard Podcast with the family. All right, closing arguments. What's going to happen today? They're going to find him guilty? Well, yes. they're not. The jury could take a while. They could. Oh, I, I doubt, I doubt very much if they'll to. come back today. I think, the, they'll, I think yeah. they'll either, well, they're doing closing arguments today, and then it goes to the jury tomorrow. They're either just going to I immediately think. declare yeah. him guilty, or it's going to take, like, they're going to declare him guilty in three or four days. Or something like that, yeah. I don't know. So do you think no matter what they do, unless they find him guilty of all, even if they find him guilty of all charges, I still think still they're going to Still be rioting, yep, doesn't I matter. Do. No, I they overcharged anyway. him. I don't think that they're going to get all three. Yeah. So I think they're going to riot. Well, I don't think you can get all three because they're different 
charges. charges. Know, like, yeah. but, you can't but that's be guilty not what's of... been put out in the public. That's true. That's no, not they what don't people, ever do that. people think. People are dumb even and don't understand the yeah. law. Doesn't matter. That is one thing that I think that they should be required to do in high school is teach the basics of how the law works. Yeah, that would be smart. And basic personal <clears throat> finance. Like people need yes. to learn the difference between murder, manslaughter, and homicide because they are not yeah. the same totally thing. They're not the same. Homicide doesn't even always have to involve wrongdoing. Homicide can be Just a justified, was dead. completely accidental, or it can, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. can be completely neutral. But one thing that the news loves to do is they try to trick people into thinking things are worse because they'll always say the... Uh, the coroner ruled it a homicide. I know, yeah, like that it doesn't is a homicide. mean anything. It just means somebody was killed. Yeah, right. exactly. Like, that's right. it. But the, but people when they hear the word homicide, mm-hmm. they think murder. They so. think of like CSI exactly. and like it's a homicide. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, All right. We'll see. We'll we'll see. We'll the jury see. won't even go to whatever it's called until tomorrow, what? won't they? No, tomorrow. they deliberate immediately, don't they? It depends on how long sure. closing arguments take, I suppose. Are they suppose. still doing it? Well, have they wrapped it up? Hurry your ass up. I wonder if they wrapped up uh, the defense. Well, it's prosecution, yes. defense, prosecution, rebuttal, mm-hmm. and then if they have time, they'll go into deliberation. So I don't know well, what I, stage they're at yeah, right now. Closing depends. arguments, I believe, are being done today. They yeah, are. but we're saying we like don't want the jury will go into deliberation today or it tomorrow. It might be rebuttal because... Uh, <sighs> Just looking at the clock, they might be in rebuttal now. Prosecution, I would hope so. They've been at it for a while. They have. Well, and they have to be done by a certain time each day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if they, they do, don't, yeah. don't have enough time allotted to deliberate, that's like, what I'm wondering a is if they're filibustering just, the yeah. deliberation. Yeah. All we'll right. see. We'll see. That's going to do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.